Yeah, don't worry, it'll get to recording. You sure? Yeah, I promise. Alright, All right, let's see. Hot. Not. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Weekly Sports <laughs> Drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. I am joined by Robbie Campbell in studio today. What's up, Robbie? Happy what's New Year, What's up, man? Happy New Year. First show of the new year. First show of the new year. We didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything last week because uh, we're still was, recovering. Yeah, we're still recovering. Everybody's still out on vacation. So, uh, want to welcome you all to the Weekly Sports Drop again. This is, uh, I believe, episode 21 now. So we're 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 deep into it. When did we start? Like episode thirteen? Here, yeah, in the studio, we started episode thirteen. Right. Yeah, I was going back through all the ones uh, uh, a couple days ago, and I was like, "Wow, we've come a long way." Oh, yeah. come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> on to uh, on tonight's show, we are going to have uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. We got some good stuff. We're going to go over the uh, playoffs, NFL playoffs. I know you're excited about that one. Yeah. I want to do that specifically with you. Some good matchups, some not so good matchups, obviously, right? Um, Eric Marrero is back again. He's, he's, a, he's a legend. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Eric Marrero from Kane's Insight and Out the Huddle. He was having some issues with his phone. He texted me earlier, so hopefully we can get him on. Uh, just remember. Is he at Berlin again? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's at the Nightmare 7-on-7 7 7, uh, oh, wow. 7 tournament. So, uh, yes, he will be on, hopefully. And we also have Abraham Kawa, the Vice President for First Round Management. You've heard him here on the show before. Right. We're going to talk football this time with him next week. We got a good one too because there's a lot of good fights. We're gonna bring him back on. We're gonna bring Tobin back on. Oh, Tobin back on as well. We're oh, he was on. he was on the first time. Yeah, he was on. He was on for the. Uh, uh, I can't remember the fight now, but it was uh, one of the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, two fourteen. It was uh, John Bones Jones. The John oh, that's Bones right. Jones and, and Cormier fight. He was on for that one. Oh, okay. So we'll. we'll oh, that's right. I remember you guys remember that? the podcast. Yeah, 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 that's right. I think you recorded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's gonna be on as well next week. But this week again. We're going to talk NFL playoffs. We're going to talk some Kings recruiting, some uh, Under Armour recap. We'll recap some of the stuff. We'll recap the uh, the national championship game as well. Oh, yeah. So I want to recap a little bit about that. Some some pretty good commitments that just happened recently for the for the Canes for 2019-2020. Surge 19, it's already started. Surge 19, and it's Category 20. Category 20. <laughs> oh, so uh, we'll get to that. We will get to... Um, like I said, some football stuff with, with Kawa as well from First Round Management, which is a pretty damn cool agency. I mean, they, they, they have some of the biggest names in MMA, and now they're starting to get some, some big names in football as well underneath their belt. So they've got guys like uh, Ruben Foster, like Tease Tabor, uh, David Njoku, uh, guys like that in, in the NFL. They just signed a couple of uh, Hurricane players. They've got um, John Bones Jones, Demetrius Johnson. Guys like that as well. Some some pretty big names. So we'll have Abraham on the show as well. I'm excited about it. But first, let's just get into a little. You know what? I want to recap the the national championship game first. I know we'll, we'll talk to Eric about it a little later. But let's let's recap that before we get into some football because I want to go to break. Uh, by the way, I, I rushed in here. Okay, <laughs> I had to walk like two blocks and this Brickle. Uh, by the way, we're on the campus of Mary Brickle uh, Miami Media School in Mary Brickle Village as well. Thank you all for joining us. I did say we we're going to be on sportsovertime.com. We're actually on Miami Miami Underground Radio. So for anybody that is checking us out live, what's going on? Thank you very much. Yeah, and um, when we, you know, during our break, I'll I'll, I'll do some uh, some social media stuff as well, so you guys can get in tune with us. National championship, Alabama again, Georgia again. I thought Georgia was going to pull this one out. Trust me, when I saw that pass by Tua Tagovailoa. You know, I mean, <laughs> just gone Tua. Yeah, Tua, Mr. Tua. 
the freshman phenom. I mean, this game was dominated by freshman players, if you really think about it, right? We got the freshman quarterback uh, coming in for Alabama and kind of taking over the second half. Jake Fromm in the first half for Georgia, doing well. I mean, this was great. This was a really good game, really good national championship game. I didn't think it was going to be that good, to be honest. I thought it was good. I, I thought I, I thought Georgia would win the game. I took the, so did I. I. I took the three and a half points. I, I got that uh, cover. Of course you did. And I also uh, had the over, which I only got because the Alabama kicker missed the field goal at the end of regulation. That pushed the game into overtime, Jeez. and that's how I got my over. I was lucky I on that one. That, that saved me from a disastrous weekend. It was still pretty bad, but... Happy to get that one in there. Did you hit anything else? Maybe uh, so you can get that trifecta, right? Is that is that how it's called? Oh, the trifecta. Oh. Is that is that? I told him I thought it's going to fool This guy, this guy's incredible. <laughs> I just lowered the volume because I want to see us. I'm watching us on watching us on our webcam. Oh yeah, okay. So I just want to make sure the volume is down so I can see you know people commenting. Do we look sexy on it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you but. Ah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a great game. And how, the Alabama kicker. I got. I, I, I want to bring this up. You know, everyone's saying how joyous it must have been to be the Alabama kicker because he got he got bailed out. You know, no, it's not joyous. No, he missed the field goal. Yeah, you're still thinking about that. Like, you know, I don't know how, how you're even celebrating the championship when you basically, at least, I mean, if I was the kicker, I'd be like, man, I, I did everything we could possibly could to lose this game, and now we won. We won not because of me, and I, I'd still be, I'd still be, I mean, feeling much worse if Alabama actually lost. Right, but. But I mean, it's still like not a good feeling to miss a kick that bad. You know, the game to win the national championship to miss it that bad. Like it can't feel good, even if Alabama wins. No, like, unless you know. your name is Papanastos. Yeah, Papanastos. I mean, I mean, you gotta hit that. You gotta hit that field goal there. If not, I mean, you're gonna get ragged on for a while. For a while. And I'm sure he feels bad about the end of the day. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even be celebrating it that much. I, I'd just be going up there, like you know. I know it sounds so self-centered, but I'd be like, I'd, I'd go and I'd go to the celebration, but I'm not like you know. Pouring down the champagne. Actually, college players aren't going to be pouring down the champagne. I yeah, don't think. Yeah, they already think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Saban's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at Saban's house, right? Yeah. <laughs> at Saban's house. Like, Eighteen hundred <laughs> violations. Yeah, right. Uh, what do you think? How do you think um, Jalen Hurts feels? That's. I mean, that, I, I think he doesn't feel as bad as the kicker. I mean, he did leave the house. <laughs> he yeah, did. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same. I'm doing yeah, the same, doing the same thing. thing. Watching the replay, see if anybody comments. Make sure it looks good. But. Uh, I, I don't think he's gonna feel as bad. I think he, him and Tua, and Tua had a really good relationship, and the Tua was, like, was mad that people were right. You saw that on, yeah. on social media. Yeah. yeah, he was really mad about that. So I know after the game, he did the interview with Jalen Hurts. It seemed kind of awkward, but I feel like he took it well, and I don't think he's gonna transfer. I think he'll he'll stick it out. I don't think he will either. Yeah, unlike the other Georgia quarterbacks, Here's Jacob Eason. Yeah, he's gone. I think he's going to Washington. Yeah, they say he's going to, he hasn't officially announced it yet. Oh, yeah, okay. But that's all reports are the indications that he's going to Washington. And now they have that uh, kind of like that two-headed monster over there in Alabama. Now they gotta get, although Tua can run as well, if not if not better. Off. If not better. He can run just as good as Jalen Hurts, if not better than Jalen Hurts. But when you need a pure passer, when you need a guy to come in and throw the ball, you're definitely going to you know put Tua in. And I think it's going to work. The dynamic is good enough for it to work apparently from what we see i mean they get along well uh, you know and, and and one's not selfish you know or jealous of, of, of the other so i think that's pretty good i'm happy about it we'll see what happens Eagles, you know robbie's going to take a break before yeah. i am but um you know talking a little bit more about the game you know i, I didn't i didn't see it going that way i thought georgia was going to take the cake i thought they were going to kind of dominate you know alabama came in with a couple of injuries on the line but again, these freshman kids, I mean, it's all about recruiting, guys. I mean, and, and you know, we talk about recruiting a lot here with Chris Morero, uh, 
you know, uh, Chris Morrow with Eric Morrow. I'm thinking Chris Morrow, the baseball player. Sorry, right? sorry about that. You, you know the rule, like three missed calls, it might be three calls in a row, it might be important. But it, wasn't, it wasn't that important. It was a, yeah. yeah, whatever. I just freaked out. Those That's like calls. You know, what I was saying is we're, we're always talking recruiting, how recruiting is important, right? We, we, we delve into it a lot with Eric. Uh, you know, we talk about it a little bit. It shows that good recruiting can win you games. I mean, look, the left tackle for Alabama goes out in the middle of the game. They bring in a freshman guy, Alex Leatherwood, and he dominates the left tackle. You know, I left tackle. He dominates that left tackle, and, and it's kind of like they didn't even skip a beat. Right, you bring you bring in the freshman quarterback Tua. He comes in, he does his thing. You know, you've got guys on the the guy that caught the winning touchdown, Devontae De, uh, Devontae Smith. It's freshman. Freshman. Uh, the other kid, the, the other kid that um, Ruggs. Yeah, he had touchdown. Freshman. You know. So you're saying you're saying it's just pencil in Alabama national championships for the next four years. Correct. Spurge is right a minute. Why you waste time? Why you waste an injury? I'll tell you what. You know what hurts me the most that a lot of these kids that are freshmen or that were impact players in the game, whether it was in Georgia's side or Alabama's side, were kind of down to Miami or Alabama, Miami or Georgia, and Georgia or Alabama went out. So I'm like, I see Alex Leatherwood, who was down to Miami, Alabama, picks Alabama. A kid like, um, what's this kid now? Uh, The kid that's on the line for Georgia. I can't for the life of me remember his name now. But it was kids that were picking, oh, uh, Miko Hardman. Nico Hartman was another one that was down to Miami or Georgia, picks Georgia. You know what I mean? Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy. Those all those Oh, kids. Jerry Judy from Jerry down Judy, here. Yeah, from down here. Devontae, I mean, come on. You know, and, and, and it helps. It makes a big difference when those guys are on your team. As we I mean, Alabama last year had a, guy, a recruit, a gray shirt. Well, this guy was a four star recruit. He could have gone anywhere in the world and played right away, but he. he because he didn't get his uh, scholarship uh, in in time, or they ran out of scholar, Alabama had ran out of scholarships, but right. he still wanted to play for Alabama. So he still, so they, he gray shirted, which means uh, he he just re- basically reclassifies for the, the next the next recruiting class. When last year was two thousand seventeen, he became a two thousand eighteen recruit, and he like incredible, yeah, incredible. He became a, he became a a, a a second semester enrollee. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. So he has to pay his own way, basically. Yeah. At least so, for the first semester. At least for the first two semesters, right? So, so that. Uh, but yeah, that, that's crazy. People really do that. That guy was like a four-star recruit. He could have gone anywhere. I'm telling you, man. Recruiting, recruiting, recruiting is big. Recruiting is big. And saving, man. He's just. You know, well, yeah. I mean, that that helps. That guy is just a, just a machine. Look, I'm, I mean, I don't want to say this. I'm not gonna say it, but it has to be asked. You know, the greatest dynasty of all time, college was was the Hurricanes in the late '80s, and uh, or 1991. You know. And that run that they had, but what Alabama's done nine five championships in nine years like that's, that's I I want I, I want to say that the Canes were were the more dominant team, but and then again right. well they were the more dominant team. I mean if more you dominant ask, dynasty yeah and if you ask who the greatest you know the greatest college team is ever yeah a lot of people are going to say the two thousand UM team you know the two thousand University of Miami national championship team with Kenny Dorsey well I'm not talking about team. the greatest team I'm just talking, about, talking the about the greatest dynasty? run the game, greatest run. I mean, Alabama's giving them a run for their money. I mean, the Hurricanes only won four in, the, in that time. Now, it, it was harder to win one in the 80s. Sure. It is now because sure. a lot of the, the, the way the playoff system was set up, you're contracted, you're contracted in the bowl games. And, you know, they, they lost the Canes lost to Notre Dame in 88. They had one loss. 
they would have been in the playoff in any other era. They would have been. They would have had a rematch in Notre Dame in the title. <coughs> but Not only that, the uh, national championship game in two thousand, Oklahoma FSU. Yeah. We beat FSU. Yeah. We would have been in the college playoff there, and we would have steamrolled. I mean, we would have beat the brakes off of Oklahoma. In that yeah. Match. He had Jeremy Shockey was saying he knew players in the Oklahoma team yeah. that he they wanted no part of him. Correct. And, and so like it's, it's like it's, it's a lot different in those days, and you yeah you had contracts, you know. Like eighty nine. Now the Hurricanes still won the title eighty nine, but you, you may not know. You may not. Know, I think you know this. But in those days, they made the announcements on what team would play in what bowl game before the last game of the season. I so did not know that. No, I did not know. So that. yeah, you know, Miami played Notre Dame that right. year. The end to end the season. Notre Dame was number one. Miami had lost to Florida State earlier in the year, so I think they were like seventh. And Notre Dame had already gotten invited to play in the Orange Bowl that year. And then, and then the Canes beat the crap out of Notre Dame that, that game. And so, but Notre Dame still got to play in the Orange Bowl, and the Canes, I think, had to go to the Sugar Bowl. And I think they had to have a couple scenarios play out. Like they, the Canes beat Alabama, right. and something else had to happen for, North, for the Miami to win the national championship. So it was, a, it was a weird system back then. So, yeah, it was easier, but it was also, if you think about it, it may have been even, it may have been harder. So, I mean, it was, it was harder to win, yeah. but it was also easier to win in the sense that now, the way recruiting works now, Back then, there was no uh, rivals. There was no, you know, uh, two four seven sports. Yeah. There wasn't any of that. Uh, the recruiting, you know, people didn't have these huge, large budget budgets to, to fly around all over the country and, and you know, and what the small schools. There's no, there's no like. I mean, there UCF existed, but there right. wasn't like the exactly. Yeah, you, now it's a little bit different. So yeah, it could be either way. It could be either easier or harder. Depends on how you see it. Yeah, that's that is true. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy system back then. The, but yeah, this Alabama run, it's like uh, every time they win a championship, it's like, yeah, that could be that. I think that has to be the greatest dynastic run of all time. That sucks. Even though they did get to the, the championship a couple times without reaching the without reaching their title game, they, yeah. they won another championship game where they didn't play in the SEC title game. Listen, they deserve it though. They yeah. were they were the best team in college football. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they were. I mean, Georgia's right was was right there with them. Georgia was right there with them. Would have liked to see Alabama and Oklahoma what that would have been like. I mean, the Alabama and Georgia was still a great game, but. Imagine Baker Mayfield going up against the Alabama defense. We could have got to see what Baker Mayfield looked like against an NFL caliber defense. His draft stock could have either risen to the top or fallen out of the first round on that game. Baker Baker Mayfield is a, is, is a stud. I love that kid. Yeah, I think he's actually going to do good in the NFL. I don't know. He wins. He kicked off his draft. He's gritty. Uh, do I do I think they need to draft a quarterback? Yes. I don't know if they draft Baker Mayfield. I'm going Roquan Smith. In the first oh round. my God, I love me right. some Roquan Smith. Oh Smith. man, God knows they see him. Oh my God, I just go back to the national championship. Beast. He made a play. I think it was like a third and two. It was one of those flanker screens to the running backs, and I just witnessed. The, I had flashbacks to all those Dolphin games where Kiko Alonso had that running back wide open in space, and the running back Christian McCaffrey or whoever put a move on, and he get the first down. And Roquan Smith was right there, ate him up. The guy didn't get the first down, he the punch. Oh, it's a beast. We need that Roquan Smith. I don't think he, I don't know if he makes it to the Dolphins, though. What, what pick do they have? They have 11th. The 11th pick? I think he might. Well, see, Cleveland's not going to take a, 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 a linebacker. They have two picks in the top four. They have two four, picks in right? the top four. Number two and number four? No, number one and number one, four. One and four. The one. Giants, I'll, the Giants are going to take a quarterback. No. And then you have Indianapolis. They could take anybody. Yeah. They're not going to take a quarterback, so they could take a Roquan Smith at three or Bradley Chubb. From NC State. It's gonna get interesting. I, oh, I can't wait for the draft. We're, 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 just talking about it. we're gonna do some good draft stuff. Oh, some good draft stuff. Absolutely. Listen, guys. When we come back, we're gonna try to get Eric Morero on the phone. Oh, hopefully, like his phone is, is hopefully his phone is working. And uh, and then obviously later on, we've got Abraham Powell from First Round Manager here on the Weekly Sports Drop.
it says here, download, skip this version. Please leave your message for. Shit, this phone is dead. I don't think he's gonna be able to get on unless he gets on another phone. I think you just go remind me later. I think you don't need to you don't need to download the update. Okay, so just get the version? Yeah, or no, no, I was gonna say remind me later. Oops. Alright. Exit out of here. Where's Ring Central here? Uh, you wanna just call me? Yeah, punch it, punch it in, punch it in, yeah. What's your number? I'll oh, call you? Yeah, because I don't think Eric's gonna come on. Okay, seven uh seven eight six. No, I'll do, I'll do the second from here. No, I know, but I'm I'm gonna call you to test it to make sure. Okay, seven eight six. Because I gotta call Abraham later. Anyways. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Seven eight six. Uh huh. Three eight five. Three eight five. Eight zero seven two. Eight zero seven two. And I think the phone's on five six. Yeah, five six on the blackboard. The phone's what? Oh, five six. They get to press one. I hear you. You hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You hear me, Jeff? Yeah, I hear you. I don't hear you. Oh, I know why, monitor. It's not plugged in. Oh. Right? I think you're right. Where the hell's the plug, though? Okay, you gotta plug in. It's here, so you can hear me. Yeah, here, I think this is it. Hold on. Plug in another phone. Go frontal. What, a, what about now? No, try the other hole. Let's try it. See the other hole? Okay, how about now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Nope. I don't know what it is. Alright. You can hear me, right? Yeah. Try, turn the turn the monitor up. Turn this up. Okay, how about now? Whoa. Whoa. Hello? Yeah. What about now? Oh, I hear me. I hear me on that speaker. Yeah, but you don't hear me, right? I don't hear you. Okay, I'm not Hold on. Okay. How about now?
Hey, Sean. Yeah. Hey, we're uh, with the phones in the underground. Um, the call, the the caller cannot hear, cannot hear us in the studio. What? The monitor plug. The monitor plug. Yeah, there's no plug in there. In the back of the board. Uh, of which board? The black board or the big of the white mixer? The one board, the mixer board. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I gotta go into the monitor plug, and yeah, the black the black cable's plugged in there. Oh, yeah, the I see him. I see him. I see him. Oh no no! I just figured it, I I I noticed that why the speaker was coming out. All right, no, we don't worry. We didn't have any guests. We didn't have any issues with any guests. We're just testing it between me and the other. Sports Shop. This is Jazz Santana. We put some hip hop music. Sorry, we took a long break there. We're trying to figure out the uh, the phone situation here. It was a little messed up, and Eric Morero seems like his phone is messed up. So I don't think we're gonna bring him on today. But that's okay. That's okay because I'll talk a little bit of recruiting with you at the end of the show for you Kings fans. Anybody else listening, or it's gonna listen a little later. Does that guy do anything else other than do recruiting? That guy just needs to eat, sleeps, and breathes. Recruiting. By the way, he's part of Out the Huddle now as well. Yeah. Oh. So he's he's going to start coming out here dropping F-bombs? No. <laughs> no, he's not. Isn't that what they do at Out the Huddle? Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> talk to Brett about that one. No, but I don't think he is. I think he's uh, he's going to be shooting a lot. He's going to be shooting a lot for them, the film. Oh, so, right. so he's cool. He's excited about that. Um, I mean, this is his passion as well as broadcasting. So... Um, Happy for him, man. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Good for him, man. So I guess what we're going to do before we get Robbie out of here, because I know he's got to go, quick segment on the NFL playoffs. Dun, 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 dun. Playoffs. Dun, dun, dun. NFL playoffs, baby. Good matchups. Sat- I like the matchup on Saturday. What's the Saturday matchups? Atlanta and Philadelphia and then Tennessee and New England. So there's one good matchup on Saturday and then one good matchup on Sunday, right? Don't be maybe, surprised. Maybe Tennessee. I think they can hang around right. maybe for a half. I think they're going to pound the running game with DeMarco Murray. Eat that time off the clock. And here's a tip. Mike Bologna. DeMarco Murray is out. He is out. But Derek, Derek Henry is out. Did I say DeMarco Murray? Yeah, DeMarco Murray. Oh, my God. That's all right. Derek Henry, who was I meant to say, pounding the rock. And Marcus Murray is going to throw a touchdown to himself again. <laughs> <laughs> If he does, I mean, that'd be something. That's only the second time ever in NFL history that that's happened. Yeah, Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson was the first one. You saw when he, he, uh, he texted uh, 
John Gruden, the video? Yes. That was yeah. pretty cool. That was That's pretty right. Cool. He was showing the camera on the he screen. Was the camera. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. But uh, look, listen, let's 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 go to you know, I want to start with Atlanta, Philadelphia. All right, so 435 game on Saturday. 435. 435. Not 430, not 430 or 5. It's 430, 435 p.m. 435 p.m. Atlanta's 11-6, Philadelphia 13 and 3. You know, a few things that stand out to me. Number one, obviously the quarterback position. Carson Wentz. On his way to an MVP season, if you ask me, all right? And then you have the reigning MVP in Matt Ryan. In you do know that. You do know but Carson that. Wentz is out. That's why I said on his way. Yeah, good. And then he gets hurt. So now you got Nick Foles. So that's the first thing that pops out to me. You got the reigning MVP. I know he hasn't had a great season. He hasn't had a really good season this year. Atlanta's offense has been very they're, they're winning games a lot differently okay. than they were last year. Absolutely. Last year it was offense Absolutely. city. This year it's been grinding it out, defensive struggles. Right. But the defenses have been pretty even. Both of them are actually pretty even. I have a good stat. I'm going to give you some stats here. Stats for your ass, Mr. Stats Man. Oh, those stats. All right. Atlanta averages 364.8 yards per game. That's a lot. Philadelphia averages 365.8 yards per game. But a lot. How many of those were with Carson Wentz? It's Carson Wentz. Right. So, I mean, those numbers were probably a little more inflated. Now they're a little bit less. At 365, they may have had more yards per game, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, that, that Giants game falls through to four touchdowns. And then he's had two. He said he had a eh, game against Oakland, and then he played like two drives against Dallas. And then he's been sitting ever since. They, they basically have had three weeks off. Right, right. So, I, I mean, look, I understand the, the records and all that. Throw the records out the window. I don't think I'm, – I'm going with Atlanta in this game. I think Atlanta's going to Atlanta's a favorite, and they're on the road. Yeah. But Atlanta's a favorite because of this quarterback situation. Right. So uh, – is it, is it me or is it both road teams? Both there's two teams that are on the road that are favored, and then just two one, just teams just just one. Every, every other road, every other road team is an underdog. New Orleans the, is an underdog. New Orleans is it's actually pretty big. It was like, really yeah, they're like five point underdogs to the Vikings. That's so it's pretty fi- it's pretty yeah. fishy, isn't it? Yeah, that surprises me. And of course, Jacksonville's a big underdog to, to, to Pittsburgh. That's the that's the uh, upset special. That's a Brendan Tobin upset special. I, 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 I wouldn't mind. I'd like to see that Jackson both. And I, I'm a little conflicted here because I think, you know, I don't want to see that catch or non-catch, whatever you want to call it, between New England and Pittsburgh affect home field. So the only way for that to happen is if either New England loses to Tennessee right. and then Pittsburgh would be at home anyways, or if Jacksonville beats Pittsburgh, then New England would have had full home field against Jacksonville anyways. Now, they, it would have been different. New, New England would have played Jacksonville and Pittsburgh would have played Tennessee in that second round. We don't know how those games would have outcome. But right. I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see Pittsburgh and New England in the championship game and see and see New England win because based on that stupid overturn of that catch on the Pittsburgh tight end. Okay, so what's the deciding factor? I mean going back to Atlanta, Philadelphia, what's the deciding factor there though? Well, it's obviously Foles plays like he plays with the Giants. They're gonna win the game. But if he plays like he's playing lately, I think it's gonna be Atlanta's gonna cruise. I think they're gonna, yeah. I think they're gonna just put their foot. Playoff experience, you know. They're they're angry about last year. They're destined to get back to the NFC Championship game. Destiny, destiny, destiny is mine. And By the way, you speak. You know, this has nothing to do with what we we're talking about. Oh, I love, I love segues. Yeah, just a segue, perfect segue. Um, so I get a call on my way here. Oh my God, Jazz! We have a cat in the back room, mind you. Let me preface that by saying I'm allergic to cats. I hate cats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I got a cat inside my house, so I'm talking to my girlfriend. I'm telling her, "What do you mean we have a cat inside the house? How the hell did a cat get inside the house?" 
no, he's in that, that heater room where the water heater is. I'm like, how the hell did he get inside the water heater room? It's closed off with bricks. So there's a starving little kitty in there. My girlfriend decides to give her give him turkey and let him inside the house. Oh my god. So now it's inside the house, rubbing all up on my girlfriend. So when I get home, I can get my eye. I'm gonna have anaphylactic shock, is what I'm gonna have to do, is what's gonna happen to me. So I'm gonna have to go to the hospital, is what I'm gonna have to do. Oh my god. Guaranteed. So now I'm not. Gotta make the show count. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I really am not. Hopefully by the time I get there, the cat's gone. Get a hazmat suit. <laughs> Jesus. Where can I find one? <laughs> Any, if there's anybody out there who can find a hazmat suit, Walter White, please let us know. Yeah, I can be the Walter White of uh, Miami. <laughs> so yeah, to me, you know, and going back, I'm sorry. I just I had to get that off my chest. I was I was shocked by that. But um, yeah, quarterback play. I think it's going to be Matt Ryan. I think I think I think so too. And I think you know, I think the, the Falcons are going to sell out on the run with Blunt, with Ajayi, with uh, Clement. And I think it's going to make Foles have to throw it down the field, and I don't think it's going to end well for, for the Eagles. I don't think so. Getting back to the other game, eight fifteen game, Tennessee and New England. You're, what are you? Are you giving me an upset? Is this I'm not saying upset? it's an upset. I don't know, man. I but know. I think there's there's some inner there's chaos going on inside New England. Right. Inside New England, inside New England, there's already the articles coming out. But hasn't there always been chaos in New England? Yes. And they, I think, I think yeah. they, they could still win the Super Bowl and laugh in her face. Correct. Which is very possible. Which is, which is a well, strong possibility. It's a very strong possibility. You know, I mean, they don't have the best team. Again, Rob Gronkowski is back, though. He's, he's healthy. He's good. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's, he seems like he's ageless. But uh, who knows? I mean, Tennessee, mm-hmm. it was a lucky game last week, right? They had some, some plays fall, you know, b- bounce their way, I guess you could say. And they had the, that beautiful pass from Marcus Mariota to Marcus Mariota. For a touchdown, which was beautiful, and uh, I mean the defense played well in the second half. If Tennessee wants to win this game, it's going to be decided by the coin toss. You know Belichick's going to defer if he wins the toss. If you're the Titans, you have to have to take the ball first, and you don't have to go down the field and score right away, but you have to at least you know put a drive together. You drive the ball. Down Maybe the get three. Maybe get three to start the game up three nothing. You're you're up. You have a lead. Do not want to give the Patriots the ball first. You're down seven nothing, and then the crowd's into it, and then the pressure is gonna rise, and then that first drive you feel like if you don't score a touchdown in that drive, it's gonna be fourteen to nothing, and then it's gonna avalanche away. That's what Gase did when he went to New England. Don't be like Gase, Tennessee. Take the ball first and try to go down the field and score, and maybe or maybe or maybe or if not, or at least drive to the fifty and punt and pin the Patriots inside the ten to start their drive, the opening drive. Here's what I think they're gonna have to do. If Tennessee wants to win this game, they're gonna to have to give the ball to Derrick Henry thirty times. I almost said Demarco Murray again. I was thinking uh, it. You would say <laughs> they're, they're gonna to have to give the ball to him thirty times. Six foot three, two hundred fifty pounds. At some point, okay, we all know New England's front four is not the best front four that they've seen all year. Okay, it's it's a makeshift front four with all the injuries that they've had. They have a lot of young guys, a lot of no names playing in the front. Have they gotten away with it? Yes, uh, it's New England, but. To me, I like Derrick Henry better than I've ever liked DeMarco Murray. Oh, yeah. I think he's a better running back. So I think that they give the ball, they just keep giving him the ball and keep giving him the ball. He's going to end up either busting one, busting one uh, or, or really collapsing that that front four. And maybe Mariota can get some balls down the field with Delaney Walker, Rashard Matthews. The call him naming. I'm thinking Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker. Like if it's Randy Eric Decker. Ross, Eric Decker. I'll tell you what, Eric Decker, for me, on fantasy a couple years ago, 
put up some numbers. So oh, man, give, it to, give it to Eric Decker a little bit. Whatever. Derek Henry's going to have to run the ball out. They're going to have to time of possession. I think it's going to be huge as well, time of possession. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. By the way, you probably didn't notice this, but I want to tell you something that happened the weekend before, the wild card weekend, the game against the Chiefs. Yeah. You probably didn't notice it. You noticed the Norris Mariota throwing the touchdown himself. Right. You noticed the Chiefs blowing the big lead. Mm-hmm. And and then you noticed that block that Mariota made to free him. Yes, I didn't notice that block. Yeah. But here's what you probably didn't notice. You know what the score was at that time? When they made the block? Yes. What was the final score? There's 20, 21. 22 to 21. 22 to 21. Yeah. So it was what? It was 16? a one-point game. Was sixteen to twenty one, right? Twenty one sixteen. Yeah, twenty one sixty one. The, the the block happened when the game was when they it was they were up. Right. Like that was the clinch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If you watch the tape, right? There's a minute plus left. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to fall down. If you're Kansas City, once Derrick Henry gets the first down, the game's over. Your only shot in that game is to let Derrick Henry score a touchdown. And no NFL player in the history of time, other than Brian Westbrook has ever turned down a free touchdown. It's not going to cross his mind as like, oh, oh wait a minute. Right. If, I go, if, we go, if I go down, the game's over. If they go down and score a touchdown, if Derrick Henry breaks off, and he already passed the first down line, he scores a touchdown, then Tennessee's down, then the, the Chiefs are down by eight with a minute plus left, and they'll get the ball back with a chance to tie, but they have to get a two-point conversion. But at least they have a chance, as opposed to Tennessee taking three kneel downs. Well, here's but the it, thing. Didn't, it, didn't, it didn't cross the defender's mind. He went out and made a tackle on Derrick Henry and ended the game. Well, here's the thing. Before that, Derrick Henry almost fumbled the ball. He did. So, I mean. And that was where I, he was down. He was out. He was out. But after that, yeah, after that, you don't think about those, those things. Though. Like, I didn't think about, hey, let him score a touchdown. That's not the first thing that, first thing that comes I mean, to mind. If you're, if you're a defensive coach, should you be telling your guys, hey, guys, listen up. All right, we're going to try to stop him here on this third down. However, if you see them cross that third down marker, let the guy walk into the end zone. And maybe maybe Derrick Henry would have fallen down and, and not scored the touchdown, but right. he had that same breakaway one during the regular season against Houston. He had that same run. Now, it was only a four-point game, and so the run made it up to two-score game, so it didn't really affect the experience. Here's the thing, what happens at that point. Okay, so you can't play it off. Okay, <laughs> you can't play it off like, hey, guys, listen, on defense, don't even – Block. Well, you're, you're trying to make the stop. It was like third and eight. No, no, but I'm talking about let's say he gets that first down. Let's, let's say he gets that first down. What happens, right, you want him to score a touchdown? You, you have to sell it like you're trying to tackle. You have to sell it. You, like, have, you, have, you, you have to chase it down. Whoop, whoop. Because that, that's something's, that something's going to be, wait, wait, why aren't they, why are they moving out of the way? Oh, oh, my God, I got to go down. So yeah, that's what Go down, go down. Then at that point, you're screwed. And how about you're, you're another, another play that happened wild card weekend. Now, this one everybody noticed. Right. Was the Saints-Panthers game. And, uh. It was at fourth and two. The Saints had the ball, and they went for it. Yes. And they got that first down. The game was over. And so Drew Brees, in desperation, it's fourth down. He just heaves it down the field. Right. And the Carolina Panthers guy, if he drops the ball, they gain like twenty yards of field position. Yeah. And he and he, he makes the interception. Shake it off, yeah. And it's, right, we were talking about that. Yeah, they noticed that. I mean, knock it down. But you're, again. Yeah, you got to also know that it's fourth down. The coach is probably telling you, hey, it's fourth down. Any deep bomb down the field, knock it down. We need, to, we need the field position. Not, it's not about your stats that's right now. That's a different ball game if he knocks it down. Yeah, because they, they drove. They got to like the 30. They got, I mean, they, if they, they were started from the 50, maybe they would have been threatening in the, red, in the end zone. Different different game. That's why Mike Shula and Ken Dorsey lost their job. Well, that was on the defensive side of the ball. That's, uh, I mean, that, that's, I mean, if anyone should have been fired for that, it should have been the yeah. That's a good, good oh, no. coach. I'm saying they couldn't, they couldn't, they can score and win. Uh, oh, and and if you notice, remember, you notice the, the, the guy fumbles on the interception. 
I think he fumbled on purpose. He tried to make it look like he was juggling. Because once he has the interception, right. you see Thomas Davis trying to tell him to not to, to it's incomplete. Oh. It's incomplete. So I think the guy just pretends like he fumbled the ball, does a little juggle with it, it ball goes out of bounds, and they reviewed it and they tried to and it, it didn't it didn't overturn. They tried to make what it look like he fumbled one. it. What a battle. That's so that's just tough luck. stuff stuff, man. That's that that drives you crazy. But you know what? It's tough you it's stuff you think about after the fact. I was thinking about it during the fact. Really? Were you? I mean, I mean. Should, I mean, I was thinking about it. Like, a job as a coach, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm situational. You know, as a guru. situational analytical guru, guru, <laughs> guru coach. That's a, that's what they're gonna name you. That's gonna be. You know how now in the NCAA they're, they're allowing a tenth coach. Oh yeah. Right? So a lot of people don't have tenth coaches. Maybe you should apply for a job. Can't you saving when he was down here at 22 coaches? Jeez. Yeah, but that's the NFL. Yeah, NCAA. I guess you can only have nine coaches now. You can have ten. Well, you can't have an assistant uh, offensive strength and conditioning coach. You can't have an assistant offensive line coach. And oh, but you can have but you can have a strategic analytical guru. Strategic so analytical guru situation. They're going to make up a name for you. Rule of thumb. If you're down by one and the time's about to run out and the guy gets a first down, you let the well, guy score. Well, the time is about to run out. You have like two two minutes or less. Two minutes or less and you got no timeouts. You got no timeouts. Let the guy score. You're up. You're down by one. A score. You're still down by eight. You're going to get the ball back. You got to let them score. Yeah. It's okay. a lost start. All right. All right. Whatever you say, man. Sunday, 105. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, baby. Jacksonville is 11-6, Pittsburgh 13-3. Uh, and three. Obviously, it's Blake Bortles' time, baby. It's, it's all. Blake Bortles and Saxonville. And the, the, right? That line's a little insulting, given that Jacksonville went into Pittsburgh earlier in the season and pounded him. Ben Roethlisberger had his worst game through five interceptions. Right. How, how many times does that happen, though? Very, very rarely. Exactly. So... I mean, that, okay, it happened last year with us, right? We went and beat the brakes off of. But that, but that was that, but that was down here. Then the playoff game and was in Pittsburgh. They, was in Pittsburgh. Okay, they, they, Both, they, the Jacksonville beat Pittsburgh badly at Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh, I don't think it matters. I don't think. It you think the Steelers are gonna roll? Yeah, I think, I, I think the Steelers are gonna be a little rusty. I don't know if the Steelers roll because that. I mean, Jacksonville has a great defense, very good defense. The matchups I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see are Antonio Brown against Jalen Ramsey. Against Jalen Ramsey, and then you've got AJ Boye against uh, what's his kid? JJ, uh, Juju. Smith, yeah, Juju Smith Schuster. Le'Veon Bell against Leonard Fournette. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, Le'Veon Bell's going to be matching against those linebackers and and, and, and which, Clay's Campbell. Which brings me to which brings me to something. See, this is a good segue. Le'Veon Bell. What's going on with him? Is he wanting to sit out or retire if he gets franchise tagged again? What do you think about that? Hey, he's talking doing this right before the playoff game. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Playoff. It's bad timing on his part. I don't part. know, man. This is crazy. What do you think about that? I think that's why the Jacksonville might win this game. I think they're going to hang around, at least cover the seven and a half point spread. And uh, You think they win outright, though? I think I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville wins outright. Pittsburgh's not focused. Ben Roethlisberger is thinking about retiring. You know, they've had three weeks off because they didn't play their guys in week 17. Right. So there's going to be a little rust factor to start the game. I, hey, you might be right. I mean, I, I didn't think about that as, as, as far as uh, them having some, some rust and, and, and not being focused. And I don't think they're going to let Blake Bortles throw the ball. You don't think they're going to let him throw the ball? I think they're going to let him throw the ball. I think he's going to run it. I think they, ideally for it's, them. It's not like he's throwing the ball. They, they, want, to have, they want to have a six-minute drive that goes 30 yards and punts. They want to have get the ball on the 10. Get to get the moment twenty. Get to the fifty. Take up five six minutes and punt. That's oh, that's the game. Of, it's gonna be a game of field goals. Well, they do have both of them have some of the best field goal kickers in. Yes, yeah, so the guy from the, the guy from Pittsburgh, just a machine. Yeah, he is. Boswell. Boswell. So is Lambo. Lambo's yeah, got to that too. So I mean, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen there. I'm, I'm still gonna stick with Pittsburgh. So I've I've unofficially adopted Pittsburgh as as. My one of my favorite NFL teams. Oh, that's pretty convenient. Yeah, the Dolphins are terrible. Well, you know, 
Uh, there's family that, that, that are Pittsburgh fans. I have an uncle who's a Steelers fan. I don't have a room for the Steelers. No. You're not rooting for the Steelers. You're going to go well, with I'm going to root for them to play the Patriots. Well, I'll root for anybody against the Patriots. Yeah. I'm a, I like the Seahawks, too, though, because I'm a Russell Wilson guy. Oh, so. So Seahawks, though. Those Jaguars. <laughs> going back to Le'Veon Bell, though. Tell me. I mean, is he going to get franchise tag, number one? I don't, I don't think he's going to get tagged the second time. Number around. two. And he's not going to sit out. No matter what he says, he's not going to sit no. out. And number two, is he going to is he gonna get I mean, will he get if he doesn't get franchise tag, you you don't think he's gonna sit out. He's will not he retired? That's a it's a bluff. It's it's all it's all part of the scheme. They're trying to get the Steelers to pay up. He's gonna threaten you, he won't be he won't be there at the start of camp. He might hold out a while. I think he's full of it, that's what I think. Yeah. I think he's full of it. Alright, so we're gonna go with Pittsburgh on that one. I won't, I won't, I won't, I'm going to go with Jackson. Oh, you're going to go with Jackson. I'm going with Jackson. You like to go against the threat anyways, though. That's yes, yeah, it's, 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 old, brain, it's so. an old gambling trick. Yeah, you're always rooting for FSU. Oh, no, what are you rooting for FSU? Whatever, man. Whatever. I'm never rooting for FSU. Whatever. you're probably rooting for FSU. Now, look, see, I picked FSU, I picked FSU, and I picked FSU in basketball, by the way, and what happened in both games? The Canes I still won. I still don't like it. I still well, I got to do what I got to do to get the Canes to win. I got to motivate them, because you know what? Did you have action on that game? Why are you betting on the home team? Man? I know, I try, I try to stay, I try to stay away from that. Because I, I, I want my Canes to win. I'd rather lose my bet and the Canes win than for the Canes to lose and me to win. That's how I operate. So I'm trying to motivate the Canes. Here's a scenario for you. Oh boy. Let's go back to the football game, oh. Florida State football game. So. Florida State Miami. Yes. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Florida State Miami or Miami Notre Dame, whichever one you want. Because I've been known to be picking against the Canes. People keep criticizing me for this. Correct. And here's 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 the angle here. Let's say let's pretend uh, Shaq Corbin is in the car. And he's, and he's listening on the radio, okay. and, and and he hears he hears he hears everybody talking about how great the Canes are and how the Canes is going to go in there and dominate. Oh, and he I starts see. bobbing his head, feeling themselves a little bit. Now, Shaq Quarterman hears me say, "Oh, Florida State's going to win. Oh, Notre Dame's going to go in there and run it, pound it down the throat." Reverse psychology. Yeah, he, he goes, whoa, 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 "What? for real?" Let me call. Let me, I got. I got to call Pinkney. <laughs> yo, yo, pick. You hear, hear what this, hey, this guy's saying on the radio? That we're going to get our asses kicked by Notre Dame and Virginia Tech and Florida State? Word? Oh, let me call Cloud. And he calls Zach McCloud. And then now, now, now everyone's listening to the station, and now the Canes are fired up, and there's a, a bulletin board right there. Radio host predicts the Canes no, get pounded. There's going to be a, a fat head of you, just your head. And just like on, a basketball. On the dartboard of Doom. I, I said Florida State. I thought Florida, Florida State was going to pound the Canes the other day. What if Bruce Brown was in the car? And he's like, oh, what? Did he say we're going to lose by 20 points to Florida State? No, let me call Hugh. And then he called <laughs> Yo, Hugh. Yo, this, this guy said we're going to lose by 20 points tomorrow night at Florida State. Can you believe that? Oh, let me call Likes. Yeah, that's what he's going to call. He's going to call Likes. Yo, Likes. This is Shorty. All right? He says that the, the, the uh, their center, a seven-foot-four guy, Kamachi or Kamachi, Kamachi's yeah, going to stomp you, son. All right? Get him. <laughs> And they all had great games. And, all and had Likes was shaking and baking and taking the seven four guy to the moon. Oh, he's Chris Likes. He has his mo- he has uh he has moments where he just starts taking ridiculous shots, but sometimes they go in and you got you love I love watching he's him play. A, he's a scorer. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's an absolute scorer. I mean he he was in uh, high school in Gonzaga over in Washington DC. And it was him against I don't remember who it was now. And somebody is in the NBA now. Yeah, no, yeah. And he dominated well. <laughs> dominate. No, it was in high school was high, and he dominated. Yeah, no, they're talking about I don't remember who it was now, but the kid's got game. The he kid's does. got game, so I'm, I'm excited to see him play more. Um, kids play tomorrow night against Clemson on the road. Yeah, tough they, game. And then they play the Duke, Duke Monday night right here. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish I could be there, man. I'll die after that. 
They always play Duke. They always, they always beat Duke. They always, I think they're like 7-1 and one or 7-2 against Duke. At least down here. Or with yeah. Maranega. With yeah. Maranega's yeah. coach. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I can't wait for that. But they obviously got to get to Clemson. It's a tough matchup on the road. Right. Clemson's actually Clemson favored. just lost to NC State. Yeah, about one point. So they're right. going to be angry at home. Are they favored? Yeah. Explain to me how they're favored. Well, the Canes are ranked 18th. Clemson's ranked 19th. The Clemson's uh, okay, but that where they play flavored. Were they were they favored before the NC State game or after? They they don't they don't release the spread until like very close to game time. They didn't they didn't come out with a spread until like today. So in, in basketball, you usually don't have spreads that far in advance, right? Because there's, there's games in between. So I, I mean, I don't see how they can be favored when. I think the Canes maybe have the more talented team, but the fact that Clemson at home, we saw the Canes played against Georgia Tech on the road. Right. It was really bad, and they lost. Sure, sure. Okay. So that's that's part of the thinking. I think the Canes might be favorite against Duke. I mean, Duke's a better team than Clemson, but Duke's, Duke at least will be at home. And Clemson was just at Clemson. Little John Coliseum. And they're going to be chanting just like football and maybe a 30 to 3 chant. It's Little John Coliseum. Little John Coliseum. That's what they call it. I didn't really know that. They're going to they're gonna have they're gonna be chanting Kelly Bryant and all those guys oh, in the ACC championship game. 38 to 3. Yeah, we're the same football, right? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We digress there. Well, the chance only come out of Clemson's winning big late in the game. They won't do it if they're losing. Or maybe maybe they will do it if they're losing bad and they know the game's over. Maybe they were still (laughs) all right. Well, we've been doing football in the SEC Championship. All right, well, they'll screw yourself, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so one more before we go to break. New Orleans, and I know you got to get out of here. New Orleans and Minnesota, 12-5, 13-3, 440 game on Sunday. Okay, this this is what stands out to me on this one, Minnesota. Uh, it's it's the New Orleans running game. Oh, Kamara and Ingram. Kamara and Ingram. I, and I've always said I liked Melvin Ingram. Always liked Melvin Ingram. I thought the kid could play. I think the guy was great. And at first we we're like, oh, he's in the wrong system over in New Orleans. Maybe he needs to go to somewhere else. They traded Adrian Peterson. You know, the rest is history. Yeah, the, the, and, and after that, I mean, it was him. It was him and Kamara. It was the, the Ingram Kamara show. Kamara, rookie of the year, absolutely. Eighty-one receptions this year. Wow. I don't know if you guys. I mean, he took a return to the house. Yeah, and, yeah, eighty-one receptions, and he's got I don't know something like five hundred yards rushing or something crazy like that. I have it written down somewhere. Well, more than five hundred. I think he was at six hundred each. Was it six hundred? Was it six hundred? Okay. But he's he's he might even be close to a thousand. Uh, now I'm intrigued. Uh, Michael Thomas, one hundred and four receptions. Okay, over a thousand yards receiving this year as well. So. Minnesota, although Minnesota's been hot, I mean, again, they don't have Dalvin Cook. Okay, I know. Well, yeah, they Murray. haven't had Dalvin Cook for a while. Yeah, I know Murray picked it up and he had a decent season. Uh, but they, they play up. with they play with grinded out in your face defense. They do. I mean, if even if you look at it, yeah, I know Adam Thielen has a whole bunch of receptions, uh, but the Vikings haven't given up. You know, they haven't given up twenty points at home this whole year. The, the, the Saints had nineteen. In week one, and they lost. Okay, and it's funny that you say that because the New Orleans offense way better than the Minnesota def- um, than the Minnesota offense. But then again, on the opposite side of the spectrum, Minnesota's defense way better than Minnesota, uh, the New Orleans offense. Yes, but yeah, so New, I mean, New Orleans offense has to go up against that Minnesota defense. Right, right. And I, I think I think the Saints. I think the Saints. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings pound them. Really? Yeah, I, I think you know they're gonna get in the face of Drew Brees. I don't, Drew Brees has sneakily not had the best of years. You know, they had this running game. You don't notice it, but that's it. Yeah, he, I mean, he has something like twenty-three touchdowns passes this year. I mean, he's still he's still good. He's not like it's not like Peyton Manning nine touchdowns, seventeen interceptions that last year. Right, right. But I, and I I think they're gonna blitz blitz Drew Brees. They're gonna hit him a couple times, and I think it's gonna be. I don't I don't want to be surprised if the Saints if the game ends up like twenty-one ten Vikings. Just I, a pounding. I just don't. I still don't trust Case Keenum. 
don't think it's. I don't think there's anything. I think if it comes down to it at the end, I think Drew Brees can pull it out. I really do. I I think they're gonna score more than twenty points too. I think now now's the time that they score more than twenty points. That Minnesota gets them more than twenty points. I think if the Saints win, it's maybe like, I'm just being a little. No, I think I think I think if the Saints win, it's gonna be like a 17-14 game because Minnesota. Yeah, they, they the Minnesota plays games fourteen to nine. You know. 21-10 in that, that yeah. area. So, yeah, I think the Saints, if Minnesota doesn't score a lot, there is a chance for that Saints upset there. Give me the Warriors. I'm taking the Warriors. I'll take the Vikings. Are you? Okay. All right. I'm going to take them to win big. I, I, you know what? I hate that you're going to get, you're going to leave now after this break, and I wanted to talk about Lavar Ball. Oh. <laughs> you say they might be right. They might. Some people are saying that he might have been right about what's going on with the Lakers that people aren't trusting. Either way, is it your, is it your... How, but now, I have a question. Like, I know the the older brother, uh, he went to college. He has his high school degree, and so he obviously he wasn't gonna play at UCLA, and so they What's the, is that Leangelo or Jello as the kids call him. Yeah, Jello, Jello and Mello. He, okay, he's playing in Lithuania, but Lamelo. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Lamelo not have his high school degree yet? Kids like sixteen years old. They're gonna have their homeschooling him though. So he's T-bowing it. He's playing for the basketball. He was playing for the basketball team and homeschooling. Yeah, sure. Well, if, if he wasn't doing that, he is doing that now. Okay, but if, but if he wasn't doing that, like, how does it feel? Like, you know, you're gonna have, you're gonna be a Jedi Knight, which is that's what you get for, that's what you call a GD. <laughs> Jedi Knight. Here's the thing, man. Those kids have no say in their life. Yeah, what they do. It's all of our. And Lavar's a joke. He's he's an absolute clown. I mean, and people take him too serious, to be honest with you. Yeah. He is annoying as hell. Don't get me wrong. He's annoying. I can't stand it. Okay? But he's a clown. He is. And the more attention you give him, the more he's going to take. Yeah. And he's going to take and he's going to take and he's going to take. And I don't blame him for it. Yeah. I don't blame him for I, it. I would do the same thing. If you're going to give me all this attention, all right, and you're going to make me famous off of this crap, just talking nonsense all the time, this arrogance of, you suck, dude. Relax. You suck. You're terrible. You're not a good basketball player. You never were a good basketball player. You talk all this smack that you beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. Get out of here with that. All right? It's all smack, though. But, like, he's so arrogant and so confident about what? About the big baller brand? About selling $495 pair of shoes? Get out of here with that mess. He's a joke. Right? Let him be a joke. Don't give him all the attention in the world. But all these guys, what's his name? Mark Goodman? Is that his name? Mark Goodman, the one that did the article? I think it was Joe Goodman. Or Joe Goodman? Yeah. The, kid, the guy from ESPN. Yeah, anyway, exactly. you know, giving him too much time, giving him too much airtime. Well, I mean, the, the ratings everyone. It's newsworthy. It's not newsworthy to me. All right, so what? He wants to talk crap about Luke Walton and all that. But, I mean, that's stupid, man. That's, yeah, I, I, I just, I think the only thing that's out of line is bringing a, a son who's not finishing, high, who hasn't finished high school yet, and possibly altering, you know, possibly having well, yeah. son, not not get yeah. a high school degree. Well, yeah, like at least sure. get the minimum, man. Because at least at least LeAngelo can always go back to college whenever he wants right. to. No, but he, I'm sure they're he can't go back to high school. I'm sure he's homeschooling him. I'm sure that's what he's doing. In their first game, you saw LeAngelo had 19 points and Lamelo had 10. Yeah, but Lamelo had some sick assists. He did. Boy, did you see that little uh, uh, reverse layup that he had? Yeah, and the, the bounce back, the no look bounce back underneath them. <laughs> Kid's pretty good. That's sick stuff. I, you know, I, I Bonzo had a good game last night too for the Lakers. I always thought, and just seeing all three of them play, I always thought that he was a better one. I love him. Yeah. The small. Well, Lonzo has that medal. Yeah, he's got another big shot, too. Woo! He is bad. Lamelo's got the best game out of all of them. They all have ugly shots, though. Yeah. But Lamelo. I wonder if LeVar taught him that shot. Jeez. Well, he's, he's a lot better than his dad ever will be. <laughs> right. that, that, that's enough LeVar Ball talk. I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Listen, when we come back, it's Be By Myself, but we got a special guest. We've got Abraham Kawa coming on. 
And uh, thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it. Right, no for sticking around a little bit. We'll be back on the weekly sports drop. All right, so I'll turn off all the lights. Okay. So just, I'll make sure, I'm going to lock that side door, but you, all you got to do. All you got to do is go out through it? Yep, I just make sure, make sure it's locked when you, when you walk out. Leave this one on. Just like yeah, I'll leave this one, one on. Where, I don't know where it is. Oh, you want to leave the hall light on? Yeah, leave the hall light on. I'll, I'll turn it off. I won't forget. All right, just, you know, I don't think any of us will get in trouble since I don't know people, I don't want to work here anymore, but. <laughs> Nobody's here, though, anymore, right? Yeah, Nobody's so. Here. Okay. Every, every other door is it's locked and accounted for. All you got to do is Perfect. go up the side door. Okay. All right, my man. All right, Jay. You're out of here? Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, not a problem, man. It was fun. We'll for sure, join it next week. I'm not going to forget next week. Yeah, next week we got Tobin and Kyle Wallen again. So. All right, yeah. I definitely want to talk about the draft. That'll be fun. Oh, we'll get into some draft stuff. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Man.
Yo, yo, yo. Hey, I'm gonna call you from the studio number now, okay? Okay. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see what's going on with this uh with this connection here, bro. So give me like two seconds. Give me a couple minutes. I'm I'm gonna try to figure it out here. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Charlie Sean, what's up? Hey man, uh, for some reason the the phone uh, they're not picking. They can't hear me, so I'm trying to figure out where's the plug to to uh, so that they can hear me on their side. Should it go? Can it go in the front also in the headphones of the speaker or no? Yeah, and the front, do I plug it into the one that has a little picture of the speakers or the mic? Uh, the, the, the mic. Yeah, it's not working. Fuck. Oh, maybe it's because it, the, the thing is not on. The volume, the volume of the computer is on, right? Yeah, is it through the monitor? No, no, on the computer. The actual computer is not muted, is it? Uh, no, it's not. No, it's up. Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on with this thing. Five and six are turned up, yep. Yeah, on cue they can't hear me, right. Okay, let me see Let me see if that's what it is. Wow, all I hear I hear so much feedback it's not even funny. All right, let me try that out and see if that works. I'll let you know. Okay, man, let me know, because if not, I'm going to have to test it apart tomorrow, uh, Monday. <laughs> All right, bro. 
Now it should work. You hear me? Nothing? Jesus Christ. Fuck. Hold on. No, 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 no. Yeah, hello, hello. You have me? You have me? Do you have me now? You have me? No? You did? Okay, what about now? Oh, wait a minute, there we go. You hear me good? Yeah, it's okay. Damn, but I hear you like on the monitor. I don't hear you on the, uh... How about now, do you hear me? That's, that's crazy, bro, because I hear you on the monitor, but I don't hear you live. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, I don't know what the hell's going on with this damn thing. You should be able to hear me if I put it on the mic. Hold on, let me see, let me see, hold on. What about now? What about now? Yeah? Nothing? 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 No? But here, yeah. Here you hear me. Hello? Here you hear me fine. This is weird. All right, I, I'm, I'm almost there. Let me, let me, I'm going to do a segment. I'll get back to you if I can. Okay. I'll get back to you. Bye. We are back on the weekly sports drop. I do apologize for all the technical difficulties as we try to get Abraham Cowell on the line. You know, I'm using a different studio today and it's, uh, it's a little messed up for me, man, so I do apologize to everybody for the inconvenience. I do want to get Abraham on the phone. Uh, you know, we want to talk a little bit about the NFL, some new signings that he has. Uh, some of the guys, some Kings guys, Chad Thomas, uh, Kendrick Norton, RJ McIntosh, Chris Herndon. Who else? Talk a little bit about that. Talk a little MMA. Unfortunately, haven't been able to get him on. So let's do a little bit. Let's do a little bit of Kings talk. How about that? Let's do a little Kings talk before hold on how about now we good yeah here we go let's do a little king's talk before we talk 
uh, with Abraham before we try to get him on. <clears throat> Under Armour game. Just a little quick recap. You know, I'm not a big fan of these of these uh, All Star games because kids are going to get played. You know, coaches are going to play whoever they really like. I mean, it's not about it's not about showcasing everybody. You know, everybody will get a little burn here and there, but for the most part, it's just it's just you know the kids going out there playing a couple of series, and if someone gets hot or some of the coaches like. You know, some of the guys, they'll put him in play. For instance, Deion Sanders was the coach of one of the teams. You know, he barely played Emory Jones, who's, who's, uh, who was supposed to, you know, who apparently was leading to FSU, decides after, you know, after a while that he's going to go to Florida. He signs with Florida. So maybe that's a reason why, you know, uh, Deion didn't put him in play. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? All I know is the Kings players were out there. Brevin Jordan looked really good, apparently, in, pra in practices. Uh, there was Al Blades. There was Cleveland Reed. There was some uh, some uh, some targets as well that look like they may commit, right? Tyson Campbell being one of them. So I mean, there's a lot going on in those games. There's a lot of practice. You know, a lot of times the practices are really what what they look at. Same thing with the All American, the Army All American game, where you got excuse me, where you got Lil Lingard, you got Jaron Williams, who Jaron Williams actually played a little bit more. Uh, Mark Pope as well. Mark Pope was taking guys to school, taking all the quarterbacks to school. Blowing them off the line, and he didn't get one catchable pass. I mean, everything was on the throne. The kid, the kid that's committed to Clemson, Trevor Lawrence threw a couple of picks, and they were all they were going his way. He under threw one, and then the other one he threw a bad throw on a on a slant pat uh, on a slant pattern. Uh, well, or it was supposed to be some sort of bubble screen. Anyways, you know these these uh, All Star games. I mean, I'm happy for the kids to be able to make these All Star teams, these All American teams, because they. Uh, you know, they get the notoriety and the recognition that they deserve. Some of these kids are really, really good. Some never pan out. So I, I, I think it's a crapshoot when it comes to these games. Uh, but anyways, on top of that, we've got Eric Murrow at the Nightmare 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, which is going on right now. He's over there now. I wish we could, we, uh, we could get him on as well. But I think he's going to be out of commission as well with a new phone. I mean, this, this just went poof, and everything just fell apart here. So I do apologize for that. I wish we could do more. I wish we could get some guys on. But that's all right. Listen, Kings some more Kings recruiting news. Some new commits and actually a transfer. So one new commit is Trayvon Riggins, who's the defensive end out of IMG Academy uh, over in, uh, in, Orlando, in the Orlando-Tampa area. Big kid, big defensive end, you know, potential four, five-star player coming out. He's a 2020, you know, class of uh, 2020. So he's got, a, he's got a long time to go before he hits the campus, but apparently it's been a long time coming for him to, to commit to the Canes. You know, we were kind of just waiting for him to go ahead and pull the trigger. Seems like he did. Another, another big kid that we do need is another kid, Dennis Briggs, another defensive lineman that apparently is going to be down here in Miami this weekend kind of visiting the school. So I'm excited about having him on campus. Listen, with the guys like McIntosh and Norton, uh, Chad Thomas, uh, Trent Harris, those guys gone, okay? They're all gone. The depth doesn't look as healthy as it was before. Now, I keep saying this. I think our, our number one recruit this whole entire class is the return of Gerald Willis on that line. So now you've got Gerald Willis, okay? You've got uh, John Ford. These are the guys that are going to plug up. Pat Bethel, those are the guys that are going to plug your middle, okay, which I'm happy about. I'm excited about, but where's the depth behind that? Ryan Fiennes tra uh, transferred out as well. On the ends, you got Joe Jackson and Demetrius Jackson that are probably going to be your starters. All right, Scott Patch is probably going to come back and play full time on the end as well. You've got uh, 
the other kid that played really well as a freshman, Jonathan Garvin. So I think, uh, you know, on the ends, we're a little bit better off with a couple of the kids that are coming in. Nessa Silvera is going to have to do, uh, do some things. He's going to have to develop a little bit quicker because I think we're going to need him at the, uh, the defensive tackle spot. Another kid that I was uh, you know, interested to see, I don't know much about him, uh, but this kid that's transferred, the grad transfer out of, that came from Tennessee, Venzel Boulware, is an offensive guard slash tackle slash center. I'm not sure what he's gonna play. Looks like he's gonna play guard. Big kid, 6'4", 300 pounds. Offensive line is something we terribly need. I mean, really bad. We, you know, we're, getting, we're getting a lot of kids that are graduating, but you know, to be honest, your offensive line wasn't great either okay you know i like gothier coming back Corey gainer looks like those two guys are going to fill in at center guard and uh you know we're looking at some guys like navon donaldson obviously he's going to come back he's probably the brightest spot on that offensive line and you've got to fill these tackle spots as well i don't i'm, I'm you know i really haven't looked at that chart i'm going to do some more, some more homework on that but that's that's kind of where i'm at, I'm at with kings recruiting right now <clears throat> i want to i, I kind of want to focus on the nfl playoffs the draft is coming up. We've got some Major League Baseball, which, you know, I'm, if, if anybody knows me, I'm a huge fan of Major League Baseball, of baseball. You know, baseball is my first love, so I'm going to be excited to talk about that as well. Here's what I want to do. I think what we're going to do is we're going to hold off on Kawa for next week. Okay, big, big, big UFC coming up in, uh, on Saturday of next week. So we're going to have special guest Brendan Tobin on as well as Abraham Kawa. We'll try to uh, line up a, a few others for the show so we can be excited about that. You guys are going to have a really good show. We'll be, we'll be back on Sports Overtime uh, next week, so you guys will be able to listen to us there. I like it there. I'm, I'm comfortable. This is crazy here. This has been all over the place. The phones aren't working. I don't know what the hell is going on. All right, guys, but uh, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank everybody for listening in to this uh, train wreck of a show that we had today. But uh, nonetheless, I want to thank Robbie. I want to thank uh, Eric Murrow for not coming out. I want to thank Eric Brown Kawa for not coming out because we had some stupid phone issues here. So, but we will have them on next week. So take, stay tuned for that. Again, we are on the campus of Mary Brickle Village. I'm sorry, we're on the campus of Miami Media School. This is Mary Brick, in Mary Brickle Village. This is the weekly sports shop on Miami Underground Radio. Signing off for tonight. Y'all have a good weekend. Peace.